Welcome, foolish mortals, to undercooked analysis on Midnight Marinera. You see, Pasta Shade decided to take the day off, so he left me in charge of this little establishment. So... Actually, the, the establishment now belongs to me. I control Midnight Marinara! Mwahaha! Uh, who, who the devil are you? Hello, you can. My name is Kayla Berry. <laughs> Alright, well, there we go. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Kayla Berry. You may have heard my voice many times. I am the sous chef of Midnight Marinara. And uh, this is a little bit of a special one because we kicked David out for this with good reason. <laughs> so he can't come in with the cool kids. No, you know, he's, it, a, it's not part of his... he's a loser now. <laughs> no, there's a good reason. That but... makes me feel sad now. <laughs> I wasn't going that far. Oh, well, I, 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 can, I can make fun of him. I have a right now. <laughs> Well, and, 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 and I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, this is technically the first time meeting you, so. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what goes on in the house, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since this is your first time meeting me, why don't you introduce yourself to me then? <laughs> yeah, for all the people that are going, who the hell is this guy? Like, seriously. All right, so. I, that's how I'm going right now. Who the fuck are you? Why I'll the tell you who the fuck I am right now. I am Nick Barbera. Uh, the name may be ringing a requiem bell to you for one of two things. Um, in Midnight Marinera, I was the voice of the most uh, recent episode, well, at this uh, recorded time, as in uh, Three Skeleton Key, where I played the part of August. And um, the, in, in the other... Vincent Price character of the. Actually, I was going for uh, Mark Hamill's Joker, but... Uh, oh, actually... So that's why I, I kind of sound like that. That's there. actually much more fitting, okay. Because I, I was like... Because, uh, <laughs> um, actually, I was the one who uh, who uh, chose to do Three Skeleton Key, but it had been a while since I had listened to the original um, recording, the, the, the original um, uh, radio drama with Vincent Price. So I forgot who it was so when i listened to this one i was like oh nick's playing uh uh vincent price i guess <laughs> well that was a little different but no, um to, to move along on who the fuck i am um in other uh in another part of the uh interwebs I am the creator of the Mice Chat exclusive show, The Haunted Mansion Show. And in it, I play the ghost host, if you couldn't tell by the voice from the beginning. And the show is pretty much about the, uh, the uh, happy haunts and what they do. You know, like skits and um, stories about, uh, about those characters focusing on them. And David King played the, uh, the, the caretaker. In the show. Which so, I, uh, I've watched a few episodes. Actually, I'm kind of geeking right out right now meeting you because um, I've been a huge... Well, the reason why is I'm a huge fan of the Haunted Mansion. I have been since I was 13 years old. And you, I, Listen, sister, you don't know that half of it. We're just <laughs> bored right now. 
Like, <laughs> and, for God's sake, we're reading a story about the Haunted Mansion. Like, Oh, oh yeah, I probably should explain. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> before, now, so, we've uh, explained who the fuck you are. We've explained who the fuck I am. Now let's talk about what the fuck we're doing here. So, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, one of the reasons why we're doing this is because uh, today, well, not when this comes out, but we're recording the day before, but who cares, right. uh, is, the, <laughs> is the 46th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion. That's and right. since I'm recording this, the reason I'm recording this the night before and not on the day of it is because I'm going to write on the Haunted Mansion on uh, August 9th, which should be out that day. And, yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> but uh, but um, the story we are reading today is actually called Grad Night in the Haunted Mansion. Surprise, and... written by David King himself. <laughs> Which I'm excited to read because um, I have read you this. What? No, never mind, it was a bad joke. I was going to say, like, you secretly wanted to rip his work apart, didn't you? That's why you got me on here and not David King. That's, that's actually... why you kicked him out of the room. That's you actually... wanted to shit talk all, <laughs> of, it. all actually... of his writing, just say, no, this is all terrible, redo it again. Actually, um, that is what... You're not too far off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, you heard um... it here, folks. <laughs> again, I have a right... <laughs> yeah, so, <that's... laughs> we did. We did so, establish this. <laughs> so uh, a few months ago, um, when uh, Undercooked Analysis was getting was starting to pick up in popularity, I told David, "I'm like, I really, really think we should do Grad Night in the Haunted Mansion," and he's told me that there is no way he can be a part of it because right. he can't judge his own work. Where mm -hmm. I have no problems judging his work, <laughs> <laughs> as we. I've talked about, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so, but I said, what, I really, really want to do this. And he says, okay, but we're going to have to think of something good or who we should bring on. And I, uh, he mentioned. <laughs> Just get someone good, all right? <laughs> Just get somebody. <laughs> Anybody, I don't care. And I, actually, I was the one that was like, I don't really care who I talk about it. What if I just want to read this story? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um. He, uh, so we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, and uh, your name was brought up, Nick, and Ooh. I was like, oh my god, we need to get Nick on for the Haunted Mansion story. Ooh, ooh, I want to read Grad Night with him for the 46th anniversary. Honestly, I feel really honored. Like, Aww. it's nice. Like, I, like, honestly, I never thought I would live to, to hear, to hear you know, to hear somebody say, I'm geeking out meeting you. <laughs> no, because here's... Me, really, of all people? <laughs> no, <laughs> so I um, I actually have an interesting history with the Haunted Mansion. Um, I used to be afraid of it until I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm i an L.A. native. I've, I've grown up here since... I've been here for 15 years. And uh, I used to be, have a huge fear of the Haunted Mansion. Until I finally decided to conquer it and write it. And not only did I conquer my fear, I fell in love with it. And then I started researching it like crazy. I wrote fan fictions. I read fan fictions. I came up with my own stories. And believe it or not, um, 
this is actually kind of interesting. I discovered later um, when I met David. Uh, I read one hit of one of his fans' well, fictions. Going, we're going to hear how David and Caleb met. Actually, that is an adorable story. That is an adorable. This is going to be so cute. Oh, <laughs> Grab no, it's the popcorn, guys. <laughs> Grab your popcorn. This is actually a cute story of the way we met is actually pretty adorable. Um, he we met each other at WonderCon. Uh, I was dressed as Miss uh, as Crow T Robot from Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. That was my Which cosplay. I, love, by the way. I do too. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> and uh, David came up to me and is like, "Oh my God, are you Crow?" And I said. Yeah, I am. Wow, you're the first person to recognize me. He's like, can I get a picture? I'm like, sure. And I'm looking at his costume, and I'm in shock, because I'm like, wait, are are you Dick O'Dell? Oh. And he's, he was in shock. Because <laughs> that not only did I know he was the caretaker from the Haunted Mansion, but I used um, one of the fan names that yeah. is commonly associated with him. And I, I prefer like that, that uh, over Horace Fusselbottom, so... So, so this whole thing is that you're pretty much want me to rewrite the entire episode now. Now it's <laughs> it turns yes, out he's I, having an identity crisis. He doesn't know who the hell he is. <laughs> he's changed. He, he, you know what? He, maybe here's a fan theory. He his real name was Horace Fusselbottom. He had to change it to Dick O'Dell for illegal reasons. That's why the, the only job he could get is a caretaker at a haunted mansion. There we he go. was I just didn't... two days before retirement when the mob <laughs> broke out. A mob of ghosts. <laughs> but, um, he, he um, gave... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, we, we geeked out, and he gave me his business card. I stalked him, and... <laughs> this is true! I stalked this is him a... for years. <laughs> uh, hours, but yes. <laughs> oh, oh, <I'm... laughs> okay. So, I found him. And uh, I contacted him, and he's like, yeah, we should hang out. And I said, yeah. And if you want to go on a date, that'd be great, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, and we've been boyfriend-girlfriend ever since. And oh, that's uh, I know. Um, but funny enough, um, uh, we discovered we've, uh, there, we've had a couple run-ins before we even met each other. And one of them was the fact that I had read one of his fan fictions when I was... 17 years old and didn't even know it was him but i he showed me like one of his fan fictions i'm like i read this and it was a haunted mansion one and i was and i was just in shock like no way and then also there would be times where we went to like the same events but never ran into each other mm -hmm. or there were some people we knew uh mutually but n n for some reason just never ran into each other it was just that luckily it was just a perfect moment that we met each other because if we had met each other before that it wouldn't have worked we were going through so much different things dating different people oh. yeah yeah sorry i've turned it into let's no no <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine welcome to cute story time kids <laughs> let's talk about the lesser known segment of midnight Bear. <laughs> People are right now listening to this like, God, get to the like, fucking story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably get to the get to the story. And then afterwards, to even things out, I'll talk about how I uh, uh, grew to love the Haunted Mansion. Just to just to make things even. Okay, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, popcorn style. Oh, you already listened to this and know this story. Oh, yeah, I've been binge listening to 
Midnight Marinero like crazy because I'm writing like a bunch of scripts for the show. So I figured by listening to a bunch of creepy tales, it would get me in the mood. So I turned to this. Ooh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, popcorn style. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay, so I'll start the start of the things off. Let me get it up. All right. You got the story? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Hold okay. on. And now, we'd like to invite you to partake in a little bit of an adventure with three teenagers in a special story called Grad Night. In the haunted mansion. <laughs> oh my God, that's good. I, I, I wish I could. I wish I could edit in like some lightning and um, no, not lightning, thunder and some rain. That would be fantastic. They, they probably already like thought of it in their heads. So, <laughs> well, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll go ahead and start. All right. Grad night okay. in the haunted mansion. On June fourth, nineteen eighty-three, my high school was one of many that took us to the Disneyland for grad night. If you've ever been to Disneyland on grad night, you know how much fun and crazy it can be. The park sticks open extra late, the skippers who drive the jungle cruises let loose and tell dirty jokes, and there's plenty of opportunities for people to sneak booze and weed in. Getting a bunch of amped high, school, or high, amped high schoolers in Disneyland is one thing, but with a nightlife and party atmosphere behind it, things can get pretty nuts. I, I just, I want, just to want to say, say that, that, like, having, having been, been to Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World, World in, Florida in Florida dozens, dozens of times since five, and having, having only been to Disneyland, Disneyland twice, twice, either, either way, way, like, like don't, don't take, take this the wrong way, way but I want to attend grad night. This sounds like a hell of a time. Yeah. Like, not the, not the, not the booze and weed. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do that shit. But, like, honestly, I do not do that. But, but like going on a jungle cruise boats and like having the skippers tell like dirty jokes, honestly, like that'd be interesting. I want to I want to attend one of these nights and see how how much craziness goes on. Like I want to do that. That would no, I would too. Actually, um, funny enough, I have a a connection to both Disneyland and Disney World. I used to uh, work at Walt Disney World in costuming. Uh, oh, what? Yeah. Uh, I did the college program and uh, was there for six months. Right, right. I heard that in uh, I heard David mention that in an undercooked analysis. I forgot yeah. what it was. I think it was abandoned by Disney. But... Yeah, it was. He when uh, uh, no, not abandoned by Disney. It was the second one. Um, room oh, zero. Oh yeah, but room zero. Right, mm-hmm. right. But yeah, that it, all those stories are actually all true. There is a subway in the Utilidors. Um, I could yeah. tell you some crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> I have uh, been uh, really quick before I move on. I have been in the um, the uh, Utilidors like during a backstage tour in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I don't recall finding a subway. So so hearing that a subways was down there was news to me. Um, but uh, it was it felt so weird like being underground in the Magic Kingdom. Like it was it was, it was like a big geek out moment, but it was also really odd. <laughs> I'm like. I'm underneath the castle right now. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> uh, funny enough, uh, that was my first time too. Actually, um, uh, when I went in, I was, was there with my roommate, and uh, this was like our first day uh, as cast members, and we were both just like jumping up and down, geeking out, like, "Oh my god, this is so awesome!" <laughs> uh, six months later, it was like nothing. And actually, the subway is um, in a cafeteria area. 
So the, oh, oh. unless you actually went into the cafeteria, there would have been no way you would have seen it. You, anybody who's listening, you're taking notes. You're taking notes of this. You, you, you. Okay, so now you know where the subways is and how you can get it. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, so your turn. Yeah. My two friends and I, Anaheim locals, were particularly excited. We all love Disneyland. And while we didn't get to visit often, living practically in the park's backyard gave us more opportunities than most. In addition, we hadn't been since the new Fantasyland opened earlier that year, going from sort of a medieval fairground into a storybook village. So I was kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> you know, kind of. I mean, right. comparing well, to medieval fairground and storybook village, like full-fledged, like, I, kind I, of looking forward well, to they're, that. Well, they're 18-year-olds in 1983. They're probably just like, eh, it's kind of cool. Kind of. <laughs> uh, unlike a... Unlike a lot of people who were there, we intended to keep things clean and have a grand old time of it. Hit as many rides as possible and just revel. Again, I would do that. Like, I would be in this group of friends. Like, we're not, like, again, I don't do drugs and alcohol. I'm just here to have a good time, like I usually do. That is actually, believe it or not, that's actually me too. Um. <laughs> I'm the type of, it's like, oh, we're going to stay till at Disneyland until 2 a.m.? Let's sign me up. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> till 2 a.m.? Why not 4 a.m.? Come on. <laughs> I, I, the only reason I say 2 a.m. is because uh, I used to go to Christmas parties um, through my dad's work when I was about, like, what, what, like, 13, 14 years old. And they would keep Disneyland open for his company uh, until, um, uh, until like only 2 a.m. Not four. I wish it would be open till 4 a.m. Uh, but had it made. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. No, you, well, they, they kept Disneyland open until 2 a.m. for your father's company. Yes. You, you saw the subways underneath the underneath Disney World. I mean, like this is amazing stuff here. <laughs> yeah, I could. No, I trust me. I'm. A, I've been a Disney geek through and through. I, um, this is now revealing my age. Um, I was born on the exact same day Little Mermaid came out in theaters. Exact oh same day. God. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. <laughs> and that is Little great. <laughs> I know. I, this is proof that I. It's like um, my parents probably like my family was like that girl is go is gonna be something with Disney. I know it for a fact. I am learning so much about you today. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank no, you. <laughs> it, it, and then it gets better. I ended up actually working for ABC Family as oh a my, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it just gets better and better. <laughs> no, I, I can just I, I'm just letting you know I am the biggest one of the biggest Disney geeks you will ever meet, and I've had so many experiences with Disney mm. that I could tell you stories. I let's just say it's insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but the big plan that's you. Yes, but the big plan for the night was kind of ambitious and maybe a little reckless. To this day, I can't remember who suggested it first. Only that we all thought it was a great idea. We were gonna drink booze and find pink elephants on parade. On parade, it was gonna happen, and it was going to be friggin' sweet. <laughs> but then we remember that you can't see pink elephants when you're boozed up, so we had to buy more drugs. <laughs> Especially the weed. <laughs> you had to get the weed off of somebody. 
Oh wait, it's the eighties. Remember it? Everybody's oh, yeah. just... <laughs> right. everybody's doing a lot of coke and voting for Ronald Reagan, so <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, okay. let's move sorry, on. Sorry, sorry. No, no, it, 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 you, you don't be sorry. I was the one that brought up the big elephants. <laughs> We uh, we already had gotten into the park and gone a number of, on a number of rides when it was brought up while we were sitting on a bench in Frontierland eating churros. From where we sat, we could look across the rivers of America to Tom Sawyer Island and pass to see where the river curved to New Orleans Square. Poking above the trees was the cupola of the Haunted Mansion with its clipper ship weather vane. The sun had just gone down, and the sky was awash with the dull orange and purple clouds, most which seemed to loom behind the cupola. I pointed out how perfect and spooky the whole thing looked, and that it got us talking about it. The mansion was a collective favorite, but being dumb kids, we agreed to do a little exploring to effectively spend the night in the Haunted Mansion. And I, I could. I really, I really, I really love, love the. Uh, oh, what were you gonna say? Yeah, go ahead. You, uh, I was gonna comment about David's writing, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> uh, well, well I, what I was gonna say was that uh, the description of uh, of the uh, of uh, their view of the rivers of America, uh, Tom Sawyer Island, and where the river curved to New Orleans Square, and the clouds with the uh, with the orange and purple colors. And the cupola of the haunted mansion uh, peeking up above the trees, I think it's the perfect start of the setup um, to all the crazy stuff that's going to happen uh, later in the story. Like it's like, uh, you know, it, it, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it. It's like that. It's like that uh, thing that like characters notice in a horror movie, like like a haunted house. Like now, yeah, it's kind of like. Um, yeah, like if you read like a Tales from the Crypt uh, comic or something, right. there, there's like a or like um, or even like any type of book with a horror. There's as soon as they look up, there's always a huge description of the place itself. But in a mm -hmm. weird way, it's not. It doesn't seem scary at this point. It actually feels like it seems normal. Yeah, and and a bit unsuspecting. Yeah. And I could definitely tell. David probably sat down, looked out at this, and just, just like, took as many notes as possible and just oh, yeah. studied this. <laughs> I can, I can I see him, like, uh, doing that. I can't like, see like him. At, like, at 4 a.m., just to be like, <laughs> 4 a.m. Like, 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 Kayla comes back and is like, Hi, Ani, how was your day? I'm writing about the whole dimension! <laughs> <laughs> no, David's too nice How dare you interrupt my creative process? Like, hunched over, like, with a bunch of, like, papers taped on the wall. <laughs> I get, I get, honestly, I don't see David, um, like, go freaking the fuck out, but more like, kind of deadpan, like, huh? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that is a just like, <laughs> that so is a involved. <laughs> well, well yeah, David's writing, well, I'm gonna go steal food from your fridge, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, um... I ate all your cheesecake. I hope you. I hope that's okay. <laughs> um, no, not the cheesecake. <laughs> For God's sake, not the cheesecake. Okay. No. Um, all right. Uh, we okay. We laughed about as we got in line for it. Okay. We laughed about as we got in line. We laughed about all around. <laughs> we. I. I think he. There. He's missing an it. 
Yeah, uh, uh, see, that's it's gonna be. I don't mean to, I don't mean to put this against David. I really don't. But like, uh, reading things like these, like uh, sometimes when I read uh, creepy pastas or like any story for that matter online that has like tiny little grammatical errors like that, like and it just like kind of spits out of my mouth. So it's like we laughed about it as we got in line. But, but then again, knowing David, maybe he probably said, We laughed about as we got yeah, to yeah. line for it. <laughs> yeah. Just, it wasn't, it was actually intentional not to have the it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's a mystery in itself. It's a, it's, it's a mystery in, wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in chocolate. <laughs> just, just wrapped in chocolate, not like chocolate wrappers. No, like, just, just wrapped, just wrapped in, in chocolate. So you have to eat your way through it. It's like, which it, I don't it, think will be that, that hard. <laughs> that sounds like something that you would find at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> we found the it, guys. <laughs> we found the mystery. It's in the chocolate. Zoinks! <laughs> All right, go, uh, go ahead. We left. Uh, I'll read it as is. We left about as we got in line for it, moving past the brick columns and up the walk toward the mansion. But inside, I was a bit nervous. You have to understand, security was a bit more lax back then, so it was plausible that we would be able to pull this off if, and only if, we were careful. Plus, Grad and I always had kids getting into trouble, and the likelihood of us getting banned for good was not as high as it could have been. But I still felt tense, that feeling you get when you're scared about going on a thrill ride for the first time. Excited, but hesitant. And I again, I I I really love the um, two things. I think really work here. Um, uh, again, going back to the description of uh, what's about to happen, like moving past the brick columns and up the walk toward the mansion. Like I, maybe I'm just stating the obvious because, like, um, I don't know. But you, you feel like you're going on this little. You know, journey with these three with these three kids you know and like and once and moving past the brick columns it's like oh you 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 cross the threshold now now there's no turning back you know that's that's the impression that i get you know like well that, that was always maybe my... that's because i read this like dozens of times and i know what's going to happen i i'm a bad girlfriend i've only read this once <laughs> and this was a year ago <laughs> And I'm glad I, 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 I'm glad I only read it once, because then now I can actually enjoy reading it right now, and basically be like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, but what was interesting is, uh, this feels realistic too, because um, they said things were lax back then, and actually, uh, David actually um, spoke to his mom, who also, he who grew up in Orange County, went to Disneyland during that time, um, and she did was able to provide all this information, and even talking to my own mom, she's like, "Oh yeah, things in the '80s are so easy. I could, um, I used to live in Washington, and my mom said I would be able to go across the Idaho border, and alcohol was only, <laughs> you could buy alcohol for 18 and older because it was okay at the time. <laughs> even then, you could go to a bar. <laughs> yeah, so why not? <laughs> go to a bar, and they're not going to check ID." <laughs> Michael, Fo uh, Michael J. Fox is just hearing this, and he goes, Doc, we gotta go back to the future! <laughs> Come on! Something has to be done! Something has to be done! 
We have to go to the haunted mansion in 1983. Now, Marty, now! Yes, we're going into the haunted mansion. So that they won't be able to find it. Well, well funny enough, you know, it says, uh, the names like Mike, Karen, and myself. Oh, God. Okay, I... Uh, I just saw the name of the three people. And, uh, you've already heard Get that. Get it! <laughs> Alright, let me do the first line. A Saurian song from the Haunted Mansion. Yes! And I know he did that. I realized that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Of that, course he would do Mike and Karen. <laughs> at first, um... I, d I had no idea. When I first read this, I had no idea that he wrote this story. Really? So, yeah, so when I, when I, um, when I read this story for the first time and I reached, I reached this part where it was like, Mike, Karen, and myself, I'm like, oh, that's cute. You know? <laughs> <Aww>. You know. <laughs> Giving Mike and Karen a little shout out <laughs> in the thing. Uh, uh, for those that don't know, um, when the Haunted Mansion was being uh, opened to the public for the very first time in 1969, Disney made this. Uh, it was an episode of Midnight Marinera, so, you know, <laughs> how did yeah, you not ahead. know that while you're even here? Please listen to it. It actually is really good. It actually is really great. It's a great tribute. Um, it was called The Story and Song from the Haunted Mansion. It was an LP uh, record, and um, it pretty much described the layout of the ride, but they used it as a more of a ghost story with these two characters, Mike and Karen. And uh, it was a live, uh, well, like, audio play. So, you know, it was it's still really good. And they years later, they re-released it on CD, so you can, so you can uh, get your uh, grubby hands on a, co on a digital copy if you, if, if you feel the desire to. I recommend it. It's such a good... And oh, hey, you can listen to so a young good. Ron Howard... Yeah, Ron Howard plays Mike, and he, and he's and it's so weird, so, but it's so cool. <laughs> so uh, actually, um, uh, the people we got for Mike and Karen did a very great job. Actually, um, the girl who played Karen, um, I I was in awe. We actually got we actually a few weeks later we went to the haunted mansion with her, and during the whole scene where it's like the haunted portraits she yells out loud oh mike we should have never came here <laughs> and we just bursted out laughing yes. did, did anybody else get it or was it just you guys no laughing? it was just us sadly. Oh, oh, damn it I would have laughed my ass off if I was in the distance like honestly like you would just hear like you know Mike, we shouldn't have never come in here. And in a distance, you can hear me go, Ha! <laughs> I got it! <laughs> somewhere somewhere we hear um, on the other side of the country, Ah, there's Nick! There he is! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so the three of us, Mike, Karen, and myself, had it all worked out. When you first enter the mansion, you're escorted into a room that seems to stretch and warp before your eyes, which is actually an elevator that takes guests below ground, where a hallway connects to the ride building beyond the park's berm. Way, As everyone else crowded out of the room and into the hall of morphing portraits, we lagged behind, which the disembodied voice of the ghost jokingly warns you not to do, and felt... <laughs> And fell in you, the. You, you, listen, Go ahead. You summoned me. I just, I just couldn't help. <laughs> Come back for a split second, okay? <laughs> and fell in at the very back of the line, 
By the time we piled into our doom buggy, there was no one else behind, and the black endless procession of the clamshell-like cars were empty. Um, now, I, I, it's been a while, uh, but if I recall, it's actually Florida that's an elevator? Actually, no. No, he's got it right here. Yeah, he's got it right. Okay. Yeah, California, it's an elevator. And when they were making the mansion in Florida, they were originally not going to have the stretching room. But it was such a popular scene that it's like, well, we got to put it in there somewhere. So what they did is that uh, now the, the ceiling goes up. So Yeah, that, I, I knew... I knew one or the other, and I was thinking I was I I thought it was Disneyland because Florida is basically flat land. Everything below yeah, it is yeah. just water. Mm-hmm. But I knew for a fact it's like well, but they built it like tw- like a thirty feet above um, sea level or twenty feet above sea level because of the right, utilidor. Right. So I figured, well, I mean that's still a possibility. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> the a lot twist is that part of the utilidors is the right of the haunted mansion. <laughs> That would have actually been really, really cool. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, that would have been. Uh, but, um, I remember going to the... the I mean, like, the misconception is pretty easy to be formed, like, uh, for anybody, really. I, I uh, uh, Well, I mean... Uh, Except David King, but um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I remember uh, last year I was on a Walt Disney World trip with uh, my acapella, with the acapella singing groups I was a part of, uh, from college. Yeah, it was the best trip, one of the best trips I ever been on. I'll never get over that. But but I was riding the Haunted Mansion with uh, with a handful of them, and uh, it was right after the stretching room, and uh, you know they're all like, "This is an elevator." <laughs> Like, like, not even like, uh, not like, not even asking anybody if it was an elevator. They just knew. Like, like this is an elevator. And I'm just kind of to to the side. I'm just kind of like, no, it's not. It's 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 not. You know. But I didn't want to prove anybody wrong that day. So. Just. So I'm sorry if you're listening out there. I just wanted to keep the peace. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's literally me every day. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, moving on. We your went turn? Through, yeah. We went through the ride as normal, cracking jokes and making banter at all the old familiar scenes. Kind of like that show, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> that's actually how I pictured them doing it. <laughs> like, just, like the, the silhouettes of these three kids, like just riding through the mansion, just going like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, until we uh-huh. Oh my gosh, that guy looks like Hitler. <laughs> that's so terrible. Wait, wait, wait. Like the ghost supposed to be like, shut up, shut up right now. No, it'd be more like, crow. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Mike. Mike. <laughs> Karen. Mike. <laughs> Well, it, we don't know what the name of the narrator is yet, so... Narrator! Well, you know. <laughs> all right, all right, let's... I'm gonna... Go you know what? I'm gonna start over. We went through the ride as normal, cracking jokes and making banter at all the old familiar scenes, until we reached the exit crypt. We stepped out onto the moving platform and walked toward the escalator ramp that leads from the crypt back to the park outside. If you don't know, the escalator hugs the wall on the right... But on the left is a small crypt scene where a tiny, ghostly bride stands on a stone shelf and tells you to hurry back, 
Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. She joined us. Look at that. She came. And that was the, there. She goes. That was her cameo for undercooked analysis. Okay. <laughs> Mike took charge here, deliberately turning backwards as we went up to watch the cast member near the buggies below us. Mike's a big, broad-shouldered guy, a football player through and through, and his bulk hid me and Karen from view as we slowly ascended. Now, I, I want to say here that this is actually, like, how I pictured Mike. Like, as when a, I listened to song, Story and Song from the Haunted Mansion. Maybe that was because it was made in the late 60s. I don't know. But like I pictured – because he's like the brave guy. He's always like, you know, I'm trying to get the front door open. Look, there's some steps down the far end. Let's let's go through the graveyard where all the ghosts are. You know, like – I Strangely the, enough, I, I had a similar vision. Patch, but, I, it, like, I always pictured him as, like, you know, wearing the – Football player-esque 60s clothes. Like, I don't yeah, know. I was actually, I actually did imagine, like, um, it's the 50s, and uh, Karen's wearing, like, a poodle skirt. And I had the same vision as you, but, like, um, he's wearing his uh, football jersey as he's going on a date with Karen. That yeah, was my yeah. viewpoint. It, it, plot yeah, twist. The story and song from the Haunted Mansion takes place during the 50s, before Walt Disney found the Haunted <laughs> And decided, decided to, to dismantle, dismantle it and reconstruct it in New Orleans Square. Well, it's my own vision. I know that <clears throat> it, it can't. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. That just popped into my head as you said 1950s. I'm thinking, ooh, maybe that's a good story arc. But anyway. Um... <laughs> All right. Uh... Okay, at his signal... When the cast member monitoring the exit had his back turned, Karen and I climbed over the rail and dropped down into the crib scene where we broke our legs and cried for the rest of the night. No, where we quickly scurried under the dusty space beneath the escalator. Mike was over a moment later, and we laughed and congratulated each other on a job well done. Yeah, we did it. We did it. All right, get the weed. Let's go. <laughs> That's probably what they're all doing. Well, then again. well I mean... I mean, later in the story, Karen has brought quote-unquote snacks, so... And it's never described what the snacks are. Yeah. It is, again, B-80s. <laughs> so, you know, why not? Um, we must have spent a good hour or so down there, giggling into her hands whenever we heard footsteps and voices overhead of unsuspecting people exiting the ride. Karen even had some snacks she brought with her. Quote, and we sat, unquote, snacks. Quote, unquote. Uh, and we sat there in the dark and ate. Well, then again, the snacks might be brownies. <laughs> what kind what of brownies? brownies? Exactly. <laughs> and, Sorry, whispered to each, and whispered to each other. It was like being in a weird clubhouse, and it felt good that we shared this delinquency together even as the narration of the bride looped over and over again in the background hurry back hurry back be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us make final arrangements now we have been dying to meet you so good <laughs> Good. Thank you, thank you. I've I, I've listened to it so many times that I've tried to practice that. Same. Um, 
The one thing I can't do is uh, voice acting, so I don't know why I'm part of the show. <laughs> oh, no. You, you've been doing a great job of Midnight Marinara, I think. Yeah, the thing, well, the reason I was, I became more part of was, like, the story development, finding the stories, um, getting, bringing in actors in. Um, uh, I've actually written a couple of uh, episodes for Midnight Marinara. Right. And right. then, um, of course... Uh, he's he's like, yeah, I would love you to have you on Undercooked Analysis. I mean, you have a film and English degree. This is like one of those <laughs> things that's made for you to analyze. Yeah, well, yeah, there, you go. there you go. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, eventually the novelty wore off, and we got quiet, then listless. Sure, we managed this much, but then what? <laughs> well, well should have thought ahead. You should have thought ahead before you did some stupid stunt, kids. I mean, come on. Well, because come to think about it, like just hiding underneath, they're like, "Ooh, it's a delinquent thing," and I'm like, <laughs> well, there's... "What'd you get? What'd you like get, like uh, uh, graffiti, graffiti cans? cans? You're gonna spray it below it where nobody can see it? See come it. on, <laughs> Mike, Karen, We're and <laughs> Blank was here. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just doesn't see. Like I know it's. It's, I mean, this is something de I would consider delinquent, but I, I don't see it as like, oh, God, we're going to really get in trouble for this. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, this is like a merry uh, little... <laughs> as they laughed about... <laughs> this was just like a merry little prank, I want to say. Like, well, not even prank. I mean, that was the inappropriate word. But, um, but just like... Uh, you know, just like uh, something funny to do. I don't know. <laughs> they're 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 young eighteen year old kids in the eighties. Come on, <laughs> this is. Well, we didn't think this far ahead. So try to tell me this is something they would not do. Like uh, that's, that, it's basically something that's like, ooh, let's try it out. Oh well, we probably should have fought. Thirty. <laughs> they go down there and they find. Uh, uh, it, uh, they find the, the the ghost host like just kind of laughing at them like and ju and they're just like oh well we know you know what we should have expected this. <laughs> what well, just watch all the ghosts are just in the background and just shaking their head like God what a bunch of stupid kids. You you really should have thought this through before before seeing me. You 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 are foolish mortals. Now get out. <laughs> Goodness sake. Um, yeah, it, it, like, as I'm reading this story, like, it's like, you know, you kind of, it kind of makes me wonder, you know, how, how the ghost host feels about this, you know? He's probably just, just like, kind of, kind of like the, um, the the old grandpa who's just looking out at his front lawn and just watching something <laughs> dumb unfold. Get off shit. my lawn! <laughs> but Get off my graveyard! Get off my tombstone, you stupid children! <laughs> Alright. Can kill you. I can do that, you know. Um, okay. Uh, did, did you not see my reference to, um, uh, suicide earlier? <laughs> I have... <laughs> we have room for a thousand. Any vo- Oh, wait. Yeah, never mind. We have a thousand, <laughs> we have a thousand and two ghosts now. So never mind. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> All right, uh, 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 speaking of moving on, uh, Karen pointed out that it had been eerily silent for a while, other than the monotonous speech of the bride and other spooky ambient sounds. 
There were no more people coming up the ramp. Mike said he thought maybe the park had closed, but that made no sense because it was open all night for grad night. So we shut Mike down, pretty much. We shot him down. Well, I God damn it, Mike, what are you thinking? No one cares about you, Mike! God, not wanting to get in trouble, but also wondering what was up. I volunteered to clamber back up and take a look. When I did, using some of the crib scenery for hand and footholds, I saw that there was no one around, not even a cast member down at the unloading platform at the end. Ooh, things are getting creepy. <laughs> you walk into a haunted mansion that's surrounded by ghosts. Little do you realize that there is room for one more. Now, I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan, and this is something that I've always wondered. He always has a cigarette in his hand, but he never smokes it. Is there ever an episode where he actually smokes the cigarette? Like, actually puts it in his mouth? I haven't gone through the entire series yet, so <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can neither confirm or deny. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean he I probably would, he probably smoked it like in between takes. I mean, well, of course, I get that, but it's maybe just he did like it he's Nash. I have no idea. Like, you know, ooh, I'm telling you these stories, and I smoke. Like, I don't... yeah, it's just he's just sitting there, just like I'm gonna just have the cigarette in my fingers between my fingers, and just like. <laughs> gesture it around and he probably as soon as it cuts uh, <laughs> it takes a big drag like, oh, all right let's do this again <laughs> all right all right uh, uh, oh yeah that's okay, you that's yeah. okay yes uh when i reported this mike and karen climbed back up as well and we went back down the loading unloading station to look around all the doom buggies coming along the corridor were empty there was not a person in sight it was odd to say the least, and I felt like something was definitely off to have the place so empty. I was about to suggest turning around and heading back outside, when Mike said he'd always wondered what where the doom buggies went after they dropped you off. Damn it, Mike, you're causing everything wrong right now. You think the park is closed on grad night, you wonder what's around the dark corner. What is with you, Mike? Honestly, Mike. Honestly. I'm sorry. Have you smoked too much weed this night, Mike? <laughs> You've been hanging out with those pink elephants again, haven't you, Mike? <laughs> they rounded a dark corner in the crypt area and vanished from the site. And Mike was curious what was down there. Now, really, I should have said no. That there was no point, and that we could get into some serious trouble if we snooped around back there. It was probably just a utility corridor anyway, since the buggies just looped back around to the loading platform. No, I read that wrong. It's loading room. Loading room. I do I do that sometimes, too. Like, if it isn't, like, small grammatical errors, I make up the words. I'm just going to make up a word that's Even though it's right there in front of my eyes. Since the doom, since the buggies just looped back around the loading room anyway. Well, I mean, he did use anyway twice. Yeah, so, I... It was probably just a utility corridor anyway, since the buggies just looped back around to the loading room. Anyway. Oh, David. Actually, this is the one line, and I I think I've admitted this to them, that bugged me. Not just because of the two anyways, it's because he used the word utility corridor... Which, um, that's actually what the just, bottom, the, yeah, the underneath. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, well, they're called the Utilidors, but that's, their full name is the Utility Corridors for, um, what is underneath the yeah. Magic Kingdom or in, uh, Disney World. Yeah, so, and I know he did that as a tongue-in-cheek reference, but it's just like, 
David. This, uh, I mean, again, this, this narrator as a character is, you know, he was a kid in the 80s. So what it probably in his character, if he heard something, he, he would just kind of interpret like interpret it as a, at his own, even though he heard it like once or twice. That's the impression that I get because he references the Utilidors again later on. Um, yeah, that's the impression that I'm getting. It's just like, oh well, I, if I talk to any Joe Schmo, they would say they're like, oh yeah, the Utilidors are underneath the uh, uh, Disneyland Park. And and then the and nerd inside of me would just be like, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. <laughs> but uh, and I did get, to be honest, I did get, I did get that too. Like when I read this for the first time, I uh, mean, because it's like it's not in Disneyland; it's in Walt Disney World. But um, no, and that was how I felt. It's like David, you know, you're. I expect better from you. <laughs> Do it again. Do it all over again. Rewrite this, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so, uh, oh, right, right, right. It was um, uh, after uh, loading room, anyway. Yes. But I was uh, young, young, and I was well, where is it? Go ahead. Sorry, I was looking what? for it. Sorry, I was trying to look for. I'm like, where is it? Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but go, go ahead, go ahead. All right. But I was young, and I was stupid, and when presented with a golden opportunity like that. It was hard to pass it up. To be honest, I would kind of join them on that too, because because I mean I, I I mean you know internet and YouTube has happened. So now I know now we all know what is back there. But um, I, there was actually one golden opportunity that was presented to me, and you're gonna be so upset, David. Was when I told David this, he's like Kayla. Right. I, I actually. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, ready. I'm ready. So um, when I was work, when I was a CP or uh, when I worked was at the college program, um, there was a point where they offered tours to cast members or college program people to go inside the haunted mansion and tour it. No. Like I missed it because I had to work. You you. I know, and oh, I should have just. Kayla. I, should, I know. David was upset I, too, and I look back and I'm like, I am so. You're tearing me apart, Kayla. I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you why, so? Why, Kayla? Why? <laughs> In a minute, bitch. <laughs> In a few minutes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh... But I know, and I'm. Oh. Yeah, I if that if. If that ever happened again, like I was offered that opportunity, I'd be like, Don, I'm, so, I'm yeah, leaving. I don't so care if it's, I don't care if it's at like four o'clock in the morning. I have a on friend, a work day. I'm going. I have a friend who graduated college, uh, who graduated from the same college that I go to, uh, last year, and he uh, currently works as um, as as a number of things at Walt Disney World. He works as a Jungle Cruise skipper and a Star Tours uh, flight attendant and stuff like that. But uh, he did do that opportunity. He did get to tour the, uh, the Haunted Mansion. And as you can imagine, it made me very jealous really quick. I'm like, good for you, <laughs> but but I'm not there, so... <laughs> Unless you're going to take me with you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything. Unless I'm there. All right. Um, uh, where so are we? we, ahead, are we uh, so we went ahead. Uh, so we went ahead and jumped into a doom buggy going by, and it slowly rounded the corner into the darkness. 
This was uncharted territory for us, and even if it turned out to be boring back there, at the very least we get a chance to see it, and maybe get another ride out of it. Should I, uh, there's, it's only one line, you wanna, you, you want me to read it? No, 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 it's, no, no, it's, it's fine, it's I could read it. I can read it. Okay. Hardly, Hardly a, day a day goes, goes by, by where I regret, where I regret not having not said something. Said something. I know how you feel. There hardly a day goes by where I regret <laughs> not taking up that tour for the haunted mansion. <laughs> hardly uh, a day goes by where I regret seeing the pink elephants after eating hot brownie. I should have thought ahead. I just I was young and I was stupid. And when presented with a golden opportunity like that, it was hard to pass it off. The main. The main thing I remember was how Spartan it was. Sparta! It was... This is Sparta! Sorry, that's what I think of every time I see that line. That's David's fault. This is Spartan! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is Forks High School, home of the Spartans! <laughs> I hope you get that reference. Please say I you do. do. Thank you. Rip tracks joke. <laughs> this is Sports High School, home of the Spartans. Okay. I blame David. This game. He. I think he. This was published in 2013. So this is way after the uh, 300. So yeah. How dare he use this word? <laughs> it wasn't quite pitch black, but it was even gloomier in there than the rest of the ride. Even there were small lights set in the walls on either side of the track but they were low to the ground and far between. The walls were painted black, and the corridor seemed so narrow that I felt boxed in. It was quiet, too, other than the hum of the track moving the buggies. I felt tense, and Mike and Karen aren't, weren't helping that, because they looked tense, too. I think it was all dawning on us how much trouble we might get in. Oh, you think? Now? now I think the, br <laughs> the pot brownies are starting to wear off! <laughs> Oh no, we're sobering up. I don't like this. This isn't good. Or then again, maybe this is the part where they start to, uh, uh, they've ha had too many and now they're starting to trip out. <laughs> oh god, I'm getting anxious here, man. <laughs> like Zoinks, I don't think I should have had that many Scooby Snacks. <laughs> um, actually, they, <laughs> they do sell, sell, like, Scooby Snacks and they're basically, uh, uh, Cinnamon grams tasting, and they're actually really good. I think I oh, uh, want some. I need I th a box. I think I, I mean I think you can buy them at like any grocery store now. I, I really? I'm assuming I'm assuming is there a Ralph set uh in New York or um no we have okay uh, never <laughs> so oh, so we're so we're shit out of luck then with yeah you're shit out of luck God damn it God damn it I bought my Scooby snacks I think. Alright, I think a minute or so had passed like this, us going down that dark, featureless backstage corridor, when the ride suddenly stopped and I nearly jumped out of my skin as a voice came on from somewhere overhead and laughed when I realized I'd been startled by the normal breakdown spiel. Playful spooks have interrupted our tour. The recording went, Please remain seated in your doom buggy. We will proceed in just a moment. That's, a, that's really good. Thanks, thanks, I guess. It's like I've had a lot of practice. I like, mean. like, I know that. 
David will probably like uh, freak out because in Disneyland, it's the ex attention voice like playful spooks have interrupted our tour. And in Disney World, they made it so that it's uh, the ghost host that says it. But, but uh, so I was. Oh my god! But I always I thought always that the thought ghost that the host would, would say this stuff because he's given the tour, so he would be the f- the guy to say like, "Pardon us, a playful spirit has interrupted the tour," or something like that. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I got used to that. Ah. Though, with that said, in this new paragraph, is it okay if I read the second uh, spiel? Go for it. Okay. Go for it. The teasing was immediate, and as we all pointed out to each other how we jumped, we waited for the ride to start again, and every 30 seconds or so, the spiel would play. We have been been unappointedly unappointedly detained detained by by prankish spirits. spirits. Kindly Kindly remain remain seated in your doom doom buggy, please. please. We will continue continue our tour tour momentarily. This went on for a good long while, 10, maybe 15 minutes? And still the buggies haven't moved. No one had come looking for us. We were getting antsy, and the silence between the announcements was becoming unsettling. (laughs) Then Karen Karen leaned out a bit and looked looked around, around. and she noticed noticed the door door first. first. (coughs) Excuse me. Just ahead, ahead, past past the buggy, buggy, buggy in front of us. Work lights lights revealed a little little alcove and a utility door on the right-hand side of the corridor. corridor. We were so sick of being in the buggy buggy by that point, point, we were willing to try anything. anything. So after a short discussion... discussion... (laughs) I think we should go out there. Okay. We all... (laughs) (laughs) By short, I mean one person said something and then someone said sure and we walked it was mike it was mike again <laughs> god damn it mike god damn it mike. <laughs> all right um so after a short discussion we all squeezed out of the buggy pressed against the wall to go past the next one mike had trouble here and stood before the door <laughs> no, <'cause... laughs> you know because he's broad-shouldered and probably fat <laughs> Actually, no, I could understand. Um, I have a, uh, I have a fellow Disney geek um, friend, and he's six foot four, mm-hmm. and uh, it's sometimes difficult for him to go on rides. Uh, so oh. he he hate he's like I hate Autotopia with every fiber of my being. <laughs> I can't fit. I thought that I thought that was almost everybody really. Like... Well, I, I just hate I just hate Autotopia because well. It's not that great of a ride. <laughs> I'm I, sorry for any Autotopia fans. Yeah, out yeah, there. no, we should, we don't mean to shut down uh, Autopia. It's just that uh, I don't know. The cars could go at least a, a little bit faster, but that's just me. It's like actually, uh, I remember reading this on a website. Um, they made a joke of. Uh, uh, upcoming Disney movies, and one of them was like, Autotopia, it's like Fast and the Furious yeah. for 10-year-olds. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's. I think that's what Autotopia T- is. Tim Babb did something like that in his Kingdom comedy where he was like, you know, uh, look, all I want to do is race. Let it go. You have to focus on getting a real job. And then, like, he signs up for this Autopia race, and then they treat it like a Rocky movie, but with, but with racing instead. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Um, Okay, now let's see. Uh, All right, right. And and stood before the door. 
I pushed it open, finding it unlocked, and it led it led to a middle staircase leading down into the darkness, footlights like the ones in the corridor revealing where to go. I was thinking up excuses in my head as we went down the stairs to explain why we were liking, likely stepping into Disney's underground utility corridors, the famous, the infamous utilidor said to run like a spider web in the Disneyland. See, the, there it is. You know? Yeah, this was the part where it's like, David. David, God damn it. God damn it, no. And he's like, if, I know. If someone found us. And by this point, I hoped someone did. Now, I know that, like, it's possibly a tongue-in-cheek reference to the Utilidors in California's Disneyland, but the one word that I really liked him uh, using for this, the infamous Utilidors, said to run like a spider web beneath Disneyland. No, and it's a it's a I think that's the perfect word for it. It, it really is. That's, um, that's actually a unique way to call the Utilidors. But again, it's not Disneyland, it's Disney World! Like, he could have said, like... <laughs> Like, he could have just said series of tunnels or, like, underground city or whatever. But Spiderweb, it fits the mood of the story because they're in the haunted mansion. And, like, um, I don't know. It just It's just, like, the perf, the, the perf, 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 perf word to, to use it. Yeah, in terms of what to, cr- to describe the Utilidors, I mean, the people have said it's a maze. It's, uh... Yeah. And, that, and then that's, like... Underground city. Yeah, I, I think... Spiderweb is a nice word to use. That's like, it's yeah, like yeah. that was. I gotta give props. That is perfect wording on David's part. Um, that is really good. I I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. But um, again, the other uh, thing that I, that I, what oh, oh were you gonna? But again, gonna... I was just gonna just me ranting and saying it's Disney World, damn it, David. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, the other thing I was going to talk about in this paragraph was, uh, him describing the metal staircase and the door. Like, I, I picture this awkward door being in the, in the middle of this, uh, em- uh, black, quiet, empty corridor and them opening it, only to find, like, uh, more blackness except for this, um, this, uh, metal staircase that's spiraling down. Because, because, uh, especially, especially if it's spiraling, spiraling down, because, because spiraling metal staircases tend to be, like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but their turns tend to be sharp with each step. Yeah. So, so, when I imagine as you mentioned, like, claustrophobia, and then and you would, you get more of it here. When I'm thinking of, like, that spiraling metal staircase, I'm thinking of, like, the ones like in a lighthouse or something like yeah. those yeah. like the ones that like oh yeah they're really sharp and you're basically climbing up it like a ladder rather yeah. than a yeah. mm-hmm. oh, now i'm pr- now i'm thinking that like since you said lighthouse now i'm thinking that the walls aren't even that far away like they're like right in front of your face that's even creepier uh, but the, I, I will tell you one thing with the Utilidors. They don't have... I mean, David wouldn't know this, and then actually... In, it, this doesn't bother me David much. wouldn't are, know any of this. David wouldn't know this. Uh, there are no... Uh, this, all the stairs are just normal stairs. There's no, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. spiraling metal staircases. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, right. That's right. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's been a while since I've been there. I don't know. <laughs> they, do have an ele- they do have an elevator. Um... That leads that goes up um, to the castle, I want to say, or in front near the castle, or something like that. That's, but that's good. But, yes. Oh yeah. 
Uh, but n- I don't remember anything like that. But uh, as it, when it continue, actually, as he continues describing it, um, he, it's l- kind of sp- spot on uh, on how the utilidors like um, at the bottom of the stairs, another closed door with a sign on it reading "Cast Members Only." We put wait another door clo- another closed door with a. S- There's... Damn it, damn it, damn it! Damn it, damn it, there's no... But no, 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 I, um, I get what he's saying, it's like, it's... I get what uh, he's saying, but this isn't a, this isn't, I just realized, this isn't a complete sentence. At the yeah, bottom yeah. of the stairs, another closed door with a sign on it. There's no verb... Yeah, real verb like, like, in hindsight, it would say, at the bottom of the stairs, there was another closed yeah. door with a sign on it. Or, cast member or or if if you want to get rid of there was and actually use a um, active verb you could say we found another yeah, but yeah, yeah there there's this is not a complete sentence but okay i'm just only being <laughs> this nitpicky. is not a complete sentence and you need to do it again yeah. um, uh, again i'm only being nitpicky I, this is actually a from what i've read so far this is a really good story yeah it's actually really creepy it I'm just being nitpicky because it's my boyfriend's story, and I have I have my right. <laughs> well, here's what I get. Here's what I got. Um, maybe it's just me kissing uh, David's ass again, but but uh, he's probably uh, being the, using that mystic, uh, mystical and creepy like description uh, form of using sentences. So it's like at the bottom of the stairs, another closed door with a sign on it reading. Cast members only. You know, something like that. Just kind of describing the situation a little bit, but... We pushed through that as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I (laughs) We pushed through that as well, and we were legitimately surprised to see that it opened into what looked like a themed hallway. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Disney, even backstage, seemed to be paying attention to style, as the pulse sported the purple demon wallpaper and wainscoting of the rooms above. It was even lit by candlelight sconces on the walls. The flake, the fake flickering bulbs... The co- flakes fl- flying down. Fake flickering... Lake... No, it's... The fake flickering bulbs coated with cobwebs and dust. Several detailed wooden doors lined the hall with out-of-place white placards mounted to them. Each was par- marked as a prop room with a corresponding number. Again, I, I see I this. See like, this. I'm picturing this, this actually being, being below, below the ride. The ride. Like, yeah, I, I I, mean, this is something Disney would do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like, just I, in case, just like, in case it, like, 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 as they're building it, they're, they're, building just, like, they're just like, hey. Wouldn't it be funny in case someone crept down here if we made this for them? Oh my god, they would be so surprised. <laughs> they wouldn't know what's coming. <laughs> and it's I love the description. It's really lovely. It's so good. Like each was marked as a prop room with a corresponding number. Like the purple demon wallpaper. And the, uh, the, the lit by candle sconces on the walls. Like, honestly, this will be my house in the future. <laughs> I, I know, I've told David, I'm like, um, because uh, eventually um, I would like to buy my own home. And I said, I would love a guest room, but here's what I want to do with the guest room. I want to make it a New Orleans-style guest room that's half Haunted Mansion, half New Orleans, half Pirates of the Caribbean. That would be so cool. And I don't know how, and just like decorated in that style. And any guest who wants to come spend the night, it's like, oh, no, no, you get to spend in, 
in the New Orleans room. No, 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 no please, you're not allowed. We insist. <laughs> no, please, please. <laughs> as we uh, as we made our way up the hall, we tried each door we came to and found them all locked. Locked. The first door, proper one, shook a bit, but wouldn't budge. Same with two and three. Mike chuckled and said he wondered if we would find Walt Disney's frozen head down here, but I could hear a nervous waver in his lap. I love that he put that in there. Like, like it, it, somebody would probably, like, it could be anybody, the reader or, yeah, like he did here, one of the characters in the story. Because, again, it's like I said before, it's like, oh, when you hear something once, you know it to be true in any case. So they were underground. It was the last attraction made by Walt Disney, at least one of the last attractions. So, yeah, uh, it would make sense to find his frozen head down here. So, you know what? I'm with Mike on this one. It would make it would make sense to find it down. Although I'm imagining Karen or the narrator yelling now, like, "God damn it, Mike! Don't you know Walt Disney was cremated? Aren't you just so stupid?" They smack Mike across the face, just for good measure. Mike's getting a shit end of this deal here. Yeah, he, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> All right, even I was feeling some sort some. I'm gonna start over. Go ahead. <clears throat> even I was feeling some sense of dread with each door we tried. Something hard to place, but nagging. At door four, I put my ear to the edge of it and thought I heard what sounded like rushing water or faint TV static from the other side. At, okay, before I go on. That's really fucking creepy. Yeah, I <laughs> like, know. Anything with the words TV static, that's actually like a... Like, uh, it makes it, like it makes me think, like, that there's uh, somebody, like, crouching on, like, a cement floor just watching a TV in static, like, just in there. Watching uh, yeah, watching the uh, unaired episode of Candle Cove, maybe. I don't know. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> hey, TV static, it, it works. <laughs> All right. Um, and at five... I noticed that the faux candles flanking it were flickering more sporadically than the rest, like they were faulty. Door 6, to left and near another plain utility door that marked the hall's end, was the only one they yielded to us, and I was the one who turned the cold handle and opened it for the first time. This is actually, this is getting really creepy. This is, this is... It's so good. It's so like, yeah. the build-up, build like, up, like, oh, everything. The build-up build to what's going on is just so creepy, and it's so awesome. And might I say right now that in my end, it's 12.15 a.m., which I should say, happy birthday to the Haunted Mansion. Woo! <laughs> Uh, it's not quite there. It's 9.15 p.m. here, so... Oh, well, sadly... Sorry. But still, happy birthday, Haunted Mansion. I'm still excited for it. Happy birthday, East Coast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, in East Coast time, happy birthday, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's see. It, it's difficult for me to describe what I saw in there without shuddering, because even now, my telling makes it sound fairly normal. That is as normal as a room hidden under a theme park attraction can possibly be. Oh, I hear those, oh, I hear those stories, all, stories the all the time. They're fairly yeah. normal. Mm -hmm. I, oh, yeah. I think they're normal. Think they're like, normal. Like, like, don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> after working at Disneyland, and, or no, not Disneyland, after working at Disneyland, well, yeah. Now we're doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> we are confused. God damn it. You made us confused. <laughs> 
Where? Which park are we in now? I don't know. <laughs> it will... We're in Whimsywood now. <laughs> okay, I made it too meta. Let's move on. Yeah, this is especially since I've just like I've already spoken to the writer of that. Yeah. Very. <laughs> That's true. Okay. okay. Uh, um, and beat him in the game of um, uh, cards, cards against, against humanity. humanity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I beat slime beast against cards against humanity. <laughs> oh, that's not something you can say every day. No. 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 Uh, it it wasn't very big. Almost like a large storage set. <laughs> Almost like a Almost large like sled. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> damn it! You revealed the ending to, uh, to, Sorry, to Citizen Kane. <laughs> Rosebud. <laughs> um, okay, let's go. Uh, almost like a large storage shed. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Unlike yeah. the, unlike the hall, this one was the bland utility black and lit by a single fluorescent light in the ceiling, albeit a dim one. Actually, that is pretty creepy. That is. Like, yeah. like just a one, like, a one bulb coming from a room that's, it, it kind of makes me think of, like, like an, inter those... an interrogation room. Like, yeah. Like, at least like, from at least Dark Knight standards. standards. I mean, come on. Mm. Well, I mean, there were a bunch of lights in there. Well, just before just Batman, before Batman like, like, shoved his face on the, on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like that creepy, like that yeah. The walls were lined with metal cabinets, and there was some sort of large, archaic gadget shoved into one corner, not unlike the old computer banks from the 60s. But what caught my attention right away was the grinning figure near the far wall, across the door, a dummy or animatronic of sort, lifeless and unmoving, but standing on its base. I wonder, I wonder who this who is, is, you might be you thinking, might be to, thinking yourself. to yourself. Well, in well, the next, in the paragraph, next paragraph, you're about, you're to, find about out. to find out. The discovery, the discovery was fascinating, was fascinating to, all to all of us. And without and thinking, without we thinking, all edged into, into the room, room and immediately approached the figure. the figure. It was clearly it was meant clearly to be meant one, to one of the ghosts, ghosts in the ride. In the ride. A specter in a top hat with a skull-like skull face, face, cartoony, cartoony bulging, bulging eyes, and a leering, and a leering smile. smile. One of the one teeth of the was teeth even was painted gold. He stood in a bow-legged stance, one gnarled hand holding a cane, and the other a hat box. Dun dun dun! Actually, uh, today, uh, today, um, David and I went to uh, Scare LA, and we got to uh, be a part. Uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, a part. there's a panel there's of a the Hatbox Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, right? we got to right? yeah, we got to see it. Um, and actually, uh, meet a couple of the people. Uh, David met Tony Baxter at Comic Con, but I we got to meet one. Yeah, he said he spoke uh, to him for an hour, and I'm like, I for hate an hour? you. I am so jealous of it. <laughs> I know, I hate him. Baxter, dude. Like, come on. Come on. I'm like, I hate you so much, David. I hate you. But then, uh, uh, but then, uh, we also got to speak to, um, uh, uh, later on, um, his name is Daniel Joseph, 
and he's part of the special effects uh, in match part of Imagineering, mm-hmm. and he was well, like we all just geeked out over like the Haunted Mansion and rides because <laughs> he he admitted that like he would put have a poster of Yale Gracie on his wall growing up. <laughs> That and, is that is great. Like, and then saying, and he's oh, just talking oh, to us, and his eyes are just lighting up. Like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I, 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 I haven't. I've met, um, like, uh, my uncle's friend is an Imagineer who is currently overseeing the uh, construction of Shanghai Disneyland right now as we speak, which is really cool. I really want to meet him, but the other, the, the only other Imagineer that I've technically met that I can think of is this guy who had a day off that day. We were in line for Peter Pan, and we just started talking with him, and he's like, yeah, I'm an Imagineer, and I'm like, whoa! Like, this was years ago at, when I wanted to be an Imagineer before I discovered that, you know, the actual engineering was involved. So I instead moved to cast member. But, but um, yeah, so <laughs> – sorry, Imagineers. But, um, yeah, so I, as you can imagine, I was geeking out so hard. Like, I'm talking to an Imagineer. This is the best day ever. <laughs> Actually, a good friend of David uh, and David and mine, are, his dad is a show writer – uh, for Disneyland or the Disney parks, he actually helped show write uh, things like um, the new Star Wars ride, um, uh, uh, the lights, camera, action show at Walt Disney World. Also, um, uh, um, wait, is it lights, motors, action? The one with the cars? lights, motors, action. There, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. No, it's not no, okay. Not you got the name wrong. Did- Damn it! How dare you defy such a Disney masterpiece? <laughs> but yeah, it, um, and uh, David just is like, I want his job. <laughs> I'm like, I know you do. Um, but his uh, his son is a good friend of ours, and actually, if you, uh, I I think that it's Star Tours has been changed at um. In Hollywood Studios, if I'm correct. Yes, with the it new has. Stuff. It's, uh, so, it's become it's the become uh, the, the Adventures continue. continue. So, and if you look at a... Actually, you can spot... Um, I, you know what? I'm going to just say his name. His name is um, Benjamin um, Spiegel. Mm-hmm. He's he's actually uh, helped write and contributed to Midnight Marinara quite a bit. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, he, he recently did the voice for... Uh, did uh, for one of the main characters for... Uh, Ichbar Bickelstein. Like oh, he that was, was the, him? That was him. That was him. Oh my god, oh that's, my so god cool. that's so cool. Yeah, his his dad's an Imagineer. And actually, if you go, if you ever end up going to Walt Disney World or even come here to Disneyland, if you watch the, uh, like, uh, please, no smoking and all that for mm-hmm. Star Tours, you can see, like, a 10-year-old version of him or, like, 12-year-old version of him in the, uh, in that sequence. And it's like, oh every god. time... I know. <laughs> So uh, there was a point where there was a point where we were waiting in line with him for the ride, and I'm like, "Look, it's you! It's baby you, <laughs> little Benji Spiegel!" <laughs> and he's just shaking his little head, Benji laughing. Spiegel. <laughs> little Benji Spiegel. <laughs> yes, Kayla, that is exactly how you say my name. Congratulations. Uh. 
Okay. Uh, 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 I best move on to finish yes, the paragraph yes, before people we, uh, get mad at me. Like, move on, you bastard. Uh, none of us had ever seen this particular character on the ride before. Though Karen said its face looked a lot like the tall, skinny hitchhiking ghost from the end of the ride. I like that. Um, to give readers who are, well, at the time, who were uh, new to this Hatbox ghost... Um, to give them an idea of what his face looked like, you know, like because yeah, they, they know who the hitchhiking ghosts are, like by by memory. So when they think oh, of the of tall, skinny hitchhiking ghosts, then they're like, oh, okay, so that's his face. And at the time, I mean, um, both in the nineteen uh, the nineteen eighties and even two years ago when David wrote this, the haunted the hat books ghost wasn't there and not many people knew who he was so this it's great that he had this description mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um should we should we talk we, about, we talk about uh, uh the hat box, the hat box ghost, ghost for a bit for anyone listening like uh but oh, what are you talking about he's always been there okay so um the hat box ghost uh back when uh the haunted mansion was first being made he was he was there um when it first came out but uh he had some issues uh they did not have the technology for him to completely work and yeah. the trick with the trick with the hatbox ghost is he is a figure where his head would disappear and then appear in the hat box and then it would disappear and go back on his head yeah um and to, uh, and, to, and, to, and to clarify, again, uh, he was built, and he was in there. Um, there were uh, Tony Baxter, who we were talking about before. He remembers seeing it, and that's why he was at the Hatbox Ghost panel. And um, he uh, and there were, he was there during soft openings uh, for about a week. And uh, people remember seeing him, but because the effect didn't work, because of lighting issues of the scene, they quietly removed him from the ride, and people have been talking about it ever since. They were like, where'd he go, you know? And this lasted for more than 40 years, and then Disney, fast forward to now, 60th anniversary, he finally, they finally caved in and said, all right, all right, we'll bring him back already, sheesh. So. Well, they, they, they admitted one of the reasons Hatbox Ghosts um, came even more back in popularity is because Guillermo del Toro announced that he's going to redo the Haunted Mansion movie, which I'm extremely excited for, and then said yeah, that yeah. the ha the Hatbox Ghost was going to be a big part of the movie, and this intrigued interest. Like, wait, the Hatbox Ghost? Why is Guillermo del Toro talking about this figure? What's going on? Yeah. And that actually that actually did lead to intrigue, more intrigued interest. Um yeah. So, uh... I'm, like, really geeking like really out geeking about Guillermo del Toro yeah. making a haunted mansion I know. Movie. When I heard that, I was jumping up we and are, down, like... We, we are not we returning are not any Murphy's calls. calls. Yes! 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 <laughs> oh, thank God! <laughs> oh, no, actually, I was... I remember when the movie was announced, uh, and it was, like, it was, uh, just had the poster for, um, the Haunted Mansion, and I was like, oh, yes! Oh my gosh, uh -huh. I'm so excited! And then I saw the trailer, and it said Eddie Murphy, I'm like, oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because I was, I was younger, I had, uh, different feelings about it. The, tra the sneak preview! Uh, not even the, the very first trailer that was included uh, in one of our VHS tapes. I forgot what it was, but but it, it had Corey Burton be the ghost host for it. And it was like um, – well, I won't talk about it too long, but um, but he was – it was there was – 
the only thing about Eddie Murphy you saw was the name. That was it. Then the second trailer came out, showed you some scenes, and it's like, uh, well, okay, at least it'll, uh, I'll, I'll go and see it and whatever. And then Thanksgiving came, the release day of Eddie Murphy in the haunted man. Yeah, it didn't do so good. No, it did not do good at all. But that's another story for another time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll start continuing because we still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just turning away from the figure to look at the cabinets when there was a combustion roar from the hall outside, like the sound of a passing motorcycle, followed by a loud, bassy boom that made the floor shake. Boom. (laughs) The door to the room swung shut, and the fluorescent light sputtered and went out, leaving us in total darkness. I would scream at this point. I'm just saying. Yeah, and so did the other people. Yeah, that's right. Gas. Mike gasped and Karen screamed, and I was just reaching out for them in the dark while I heard a particular whirring sound. Another light came on, this one a concentrated green light above the hatbox ghost, showing its skeleton smile for a moment before that light faded and another faded on, illuminating the hatbox. I could see through the material of the hatbox now and saw the ghost's head grinning at me from the inside. The pattern repeated itself rhythmically making it seem like the ghost's head was disappearing from his shoulders and appearing in the hatbox. It wasn't a terribly convincing effect, but in the dark and with the strength things going on around me, it genuinely scared me. Again, Again this would this genuinely, genuinely scare me. Scared. Like, especially, especially when it's suddenly turning on by itself. That's still a frightening thing. I, I don't care. Yeah. Hell, yeah. turning on your light is not anything interesting, but if it started <laughs> flickering, I'd... Sp- Freak the fuck out. If it starts flickering because it's like, oh no, it's going to go off at any point. Yeah, it just turned off. Oh my God, what am I doing here? But um, it's funny because like, um, it's so funny. I have like this weird way of getting scared by things like this. Like the hatbox ghost. I love this guy. Like, I never, I, I, I will not die happy until I go to Disneyland and see this figure in person. But if I was left in a dark room with it going off alone, with no one around me in a room like this, I would call for my mother. Like, I, I do, no, do not leave me in here with this thing. Like, just looking at me all creepy like that. Nope, nope. No, I would not. I would, I would not, not deal. Would not. Um, um, I turned and I turned stumbled and through the room, through ready to get out of there, out of feeling there. around for the door. Now, now even the light on the ghost light shut off. Oh, oh, shit. And I heard and Karen, Karen and Mike's feet behind me. Behind me. A, crash a crash and the sound of something sound of solid tapping solid a concrete floor. floor. I tried pushing I tried the door open, but it wouldn't budge. And somebody slammed into my back in the dark and caused me to hit it hard. I was dazed but unhurt, and another scream from Karen fueled my adrenaline even more. I instead gave the tour a tug, and it opened. Now, I know that the stuff that that came before giving the, t- the door a tug and it opened is pretty frightening, but then when you get to the end and it's like, you know, I tried to push the door, I tried to push the door, I tugged it. Then it opened. <laughs> it's kind of like that moment. It's like, God damn it, why is it not open? Oh, yeah, it's pushing. Oh, yeah. 
that kind of reminds me in the Simpsons Halloween special when uh, Death is chasing Bart around the house and Bart like puts like all the furniture in the dining room like against the door and then the door like opens the other way and then Bart just is just and Death is there like staring at him and Bart is just like oh yeah the door opens the other way I I, I should have thought about that <laughs> like it makes me think of that yeah. I turned and stumbled through the room, ready to... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. I... <laughs> Let's <run>! rewind. rewind. <laughs> that never happened. Uh, I was out in the hall without a second thought, without even looking back. I started running, sprinting back the way I'd come, gasping for air. I was never a, never a very athletic kid, but panic kept me going. I heard sounds behind me. Footsteps. Mike and Karen yelling in terror as they followed, and what seemed like rapid knocking and banging on the doors around me but I refused to look over my shoulder. Up the stairs and back into the doom buddy buggy corridor in what felt like a matter of seconds. The doom buggies were moving now, endlessly traveling through the shadows. I knew it was risky to jump into, this, into one in this narrow corridor, and for a moment I stopped, trying to figure out what to do. Again, like, Again, um... Like, um uh, uh, finding this and then actually if i go back for a second um i always pictured uh when that when the um when the lights go off and the crash and the sound of something solid tapping the concrete floor i always thought that that was the hatbox ghost in the dark breaking like out like getting his feet off of the animatronic base and mm -hmm. walking, walking across the floor. Across the floor. Uh, oh, oh, that's oh, what I thought. Okay, that just made it creepy. Did I, I get? Did I give you nightmares for the night? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. But that that, that just made it creepier. It's, it's that's oh wow. That's uh, well, I, hey, that's what I, hey, that's what I thought it was. I mean, no, go. <laughs> go just go. Right. Stop scaring me. <laughs> go, God damn it! Let's. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, no. <laughs> I finally looked I finally back, looked back, back down, back the, down stairway the stairway I had come, I had from. come from. I thought Mike I and thought Karen Mike had been right behind, right behind me, me, but they were gone. They were gone. I, called I called out their names, out their names my voice echoing, voice down, the echoing stairs, down the stairs, but there was no, there reply. Was no reply. Not until Not I heard until something, I heard something tapping, tapping the middle the stairs, stairs, coming up toward the door, and saw an unfamiliar vague shadow on the wall. That I flung the door closed and dove into the nearest buggy, which carried me down the corridor a little ways before finally emerging into the limbo-like loading room. All of the effects were still running here, including the eerie music and sounds, but there was still no one else around. I yelled for help, but no one appeared. As soon as I could, I jumped out of the doom buggy and ran back up the line into the hall of morphing portraits. Ahead was the door to the elevator, the stretching gallery, but I remembered that this area had a more immediate chicken... or a more immediate yeah, chicken exit yeah. meant for those too scared to ride the ride and wanted to head back up <laughs> to the park. This is real, actually. Yeah, yeah there, there is yeah. a chicken exit. This is there real. is a chicken. Is uh, also, for those who don't know, uh, Disney. Uh, Disney uh, well, I mean, well, we just I mean, it's just said in the story. But like, in case uh, you go on like uh, a ride uh, like the Haunted Mansion or like really big thrill rides, they they do call these emergency exits uh, chicken exits, and they're located like after the pre-show or just before you board. Uh, they have them in Splash Mountain. Uh, they have it in the Haunted Mansion and uh, Space Mountain. And, 
I think Big Thunder Mountain, but I'm not really sure. Um, but like rides like this, like Stitch's Great Escape and Tower of Terror. So it's like, are you sure you don't want to ride this? Because uh, the exit's right here if you don't want to. So, so this is real. Yeah, this this actually does exist. Um, the door was marked with an obvious exit sign, sitting between two shuttered windows that made it look like it led outside to a stormy night. And without hesitating, I pushed through that as well. But it really was a stormy night. It wasn't a fake scene. I was covered with rain. (laughs) The universe of the haunted mansion closed around me, and I will never leave. Okay. Which is actually Nick and David's dream come true. It it kind of is. But um, beyond was another corridor. On either side of me, flashing lights pointed at the windows to simulate lightning, flickering with each thunderclap that boomed through the hall, disorienting me even further. Turning left, I followed the hall as the floor inclined gently up, my throat tight and a stitch in my side. And then my throat closed altogether as I turned a corner, almost ran into the half box ghost. Ooh, you oh, got the shit! You got the good line. <laughs> that is so good. Just the, him describing the situation is just really, really awesome. Because the timing is just great. Because, I mean, that is just scary. You turn around the corner and there's this grinning thing with wide eyes just, like, staring at you. Not budging. Like, how did it get there? Oh, my God. Okay, please continue. This is actually... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get I get into it too, and I, I if it makes you feel any better, I'm also a little creeped out. Like it, that, even though I read this story dozens of times, it doesn't fail to 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 give me at least a little bit of a creepy vibe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is, no, no, no. It is, that's why I'm like, oh my god. I like it again. It's been a while since I've read it, so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really creepy. This is great. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a creepy pasta. I hope so. It was standing smack dab. Uh, well, yeah. you'd be surprised. Surprised. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And a skeleton popped out. <laughs> it was standing smack dab in the middle of the hall, between me and the door that led outside. I scrambled backward instinctively, but the figure didn't move. It was a static prop, grinning its cadaver grin backlit by a ceiling light further down the hall. The light also broke the illusion of the hatbox, and I could see vaguely the shape of the disembodied head through the scrim. I was convinced, thoroughly convinced at that moment, that the thing was going to suddenly jerk to life and come after me, but it didn't. I had no idea how it had gotten there from down in the sub-level or how it had so quickly. Maybe the one I had seen below wasn't the only figure. Maybe Mike and Karen were pulling a fast one on me, and had dragged the figure up with them. I was frozen, trying to figure out where to go next. Not wanting to go anywhere near the ghost, but not wanting to go backtrack either. Because I still felt like there was something sinister behind me. Nervously, I croaked out the names of my lost friends, but there was no reply. Noises from the right seemed to come floating down the hall, muted but ever-present. Then I heard the groan. Ah, it could have been a human groan or some. Sorry, had to. No, I know, I know. I'm getting really into this story. Me too, actually. That's why I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) It could have been a human groan or something mechanical, but I definitely heard it. 
It didn't sound like anything, or sound like any of the standard audio, and it came from a point somewhere near, past the hatbox ghosts, maybe even further down the corridor, past the exit. As this, as if this were a trigger, I realized that either my eyes had adjusted to the dark, or the light, lighting had somehow changed, because I looked again at the hatbox, and saw this thing inside through the scrim. There was still there a, was head, still in a there, head in there, but I know it wasn't know the it ghost's wasn't head. head. It wasn't even a cartoon caricature of a head. It wasn't Mike, it wasn't Mike or, Karen. or Karen. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> do, you, it's it, this... do, you, do you want me to <laughs> read the next one so you feel a little no. better? No, no, no. Uh, I, I'm not scared. <laughs> or actually, that would be worse if you gave me the, the, the next one. I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, no, 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 I'm not, I, I'm not even... I'm not even scared. This is just that, like, I'm actually really enjoying this. It's like, oh my god. This is really um, it, It's at this point the details elude me. I know that I that what I saw shook me to the, my very core, and that's part of the reason it's taken me so long to recount this. I remember seeing the thing in the box, seeing that it was indeed a human head, a man's face, a face I didn't recognize, and seemingly looking back at me, out at me with a shocked, pleading eyes. But after that, there's a blur of sheer terror and snatches of frightening images. Gnarled hands, tombstones, pneumatic hissing, the stretching room going in reverse, shrinking, shrinking too fast, the ceiling rushing toward me, the corpse hanging in the rafters, descending on me. Oh my god. <laughs> I tried not to dwell on them too much because now I'm no longer sure which really happened and which were the results of the nightmares I've had for years after. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> I guess I, ne I never get old of this. I never get tired of this. This is so good. Like coming from well, I mean, obviously coming from a haunted mansion geek, but like, like just again turning around the corner, see, like almost running into this thing that suddenly got there and you don't know how. And like in any other horror story, if this was written by probably any other like uh, horror uh, author, the 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 thing would suddenly burst to life and like come after him. But but but. But the scarier, the scarier thing is that it doesn't. it doesn't. You're you're standing you're there standing waiting there for it to inevitably come, come and get you. And get but it but it, it toys with your mind because mind it's like because you know, like, you know oh, yeah, it's, it's still gonna stay there. Like, like how long like, until how long it finally it breaks, breaks? You know. You know. But what I like about this too, um, is that you're not really sure. Is is because he's by himself at this point. Is this all in his mind at some point, or did this actually happen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they smoking too much weed, can do that. <laughs> well, he didn't well, see the pink elephants. The pink I don't know. <laughs> where's the Where's, where's my pink the, elephants, where's my pink David? David? That's Damn what it. I want to know. Wanna know. Where, okay. where are they? Because the next thing I, I feel I can... like I've been like so ripped, ripped off. off. Like, like this is like a really a bad really high, high, maybe. <laughs> They ate the pop brownies, and then they they are imagining themselves going through this endless corridor where they find a door that leads downstairs to a themed hallway and find all these doors. They see the hatbox ghost. The thing chases after them. I mean, you never know. You never know. Worst high ever. Worst high ever.
<laughs> the next thing I can cl remember clearly after that is being on my hands and knees just outside the fence of the haunted mansion, vomiting onto the pavement. Gross. While around. <laughs> well, well, what would you do? <laughs> that, 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 that's something David would say. Uh, while around me, crowds of people stood. Most of them weren't paying any mind. There were lots of whisper talk and few were crying. There were red and blue lights, police cars parked nearby, but I couldn't tell why. I just sat there gulping and sobbing until a cast member finally noticed me and led me to a first aid station. Karen was there when I arrived, and she jumped up and hugged me tight when she saw me. I don't think either of us made much sense. We were both at our wit's end, but it was such a relief to see her after all that that any questions I had fell by the wayside. I'll never forget how haunted she looked, wide-eyed and pale, barely able to form a sentence without tearing up. Mike never turned up. Oh my god. You mess up on here, you mess up the other time, God and damn you... it. now you don't even show up? What? God, Why you... can't depend on you for anything. Why don't you just hang out with your new ghost friend? Have pop brownies with him, we'll just be in the corner. <laughs> Kicking the cat, like, I don't know. <laughs> in frustration, I don't know. I'm just spouting out Robin Williams' stand-up now. That's fine. Because he was like, you know, uh... You know, after you go through all the trouble of alcoholism, you're just like, you know, like you're in the hospital going, oh, I'm fine now. I'm a reformed alcoholic. I feel so much better about myself. No, I'm fine. You have that double vodka. I'll be in the corner kicking the cat. <laughs> Which is actually kind of fitting because there's a ton of cats all around Disneyland. <laughs> one of them is... I love cats, so let's not... Okay, it's okay. No, it's fine. It was my fault. I brought it up. Um, okay. Uh, oh, that fateful night has never left me. And in the years since then, I've slowly begun to piece together the details, trying to, vainly, make sense of what happened. It became sort of a private obsession, something to do in the background as I moved on with my life. First, it didn't take long for Kira and I to learn why the police cars were there. And they weren't for us. According to the reports we heard later, an 18-year-old guy from New Mexico had died while we were on the haunted mansion. He and a friend had snuck into the backstage area on Tom Sawyer's Island and stole a rubber emergency boat to go for a joyride around the rivers of America. Apparently, this guy was pretty drunk, and it wasn't long before he hit a rock, throwing he and his friend from the boat. Okay, now you know he, he, was, you know, really he was really drunk. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Not just pretty <laughs> drunk. Just pretty drunk. Really. Like really like fucking really drunk. Fucking he, his friend went for help, but he drowned before they could find him. His body was discovered an hour later. Actually, this is true. This did happen in 1983 at what? Disneyland. What? Wait, yeah, it, wait, this, wait, this, this actually happened? This I mean, uh, they, uh, at, 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 I might as well say it. There is, there is a sequel to this. Um... um and, uh, and uh, I did hear, I did about, hear about, you know, in that, in that one, one, I got that, I got there, were that actual, there were actual, uh, uh, you know, deaths from that. Deaths but, from honestly, but honestly, maybe it's just maybe me. It's just me. I, it, it, and you know what? You it know isn't what? even a maybe. It, it is just me. Just I, didn't think I didn't think this one was true, one was for, true some for some reason. reason. I have no idea why. No, that's actually why. That is surprising. Wow. Wow. 
yeah, this that David actually told me he's and I and I knew this too. Um, that uh, he, the reason why he chose 1983 was this did happened. This um, happened, right? Uh, on uh, hold on, I'm trying to find better details. Um, uh, on June 4th, 1983, Philip uh, Strogan, um an 18-year-old Albuquerque, New Mexico resident, also drowned in the rivers of America night in yet another grad night incident. Wow. So, yeah, this, this was a real death. He he actually, David didn't know so, about this. and This one was... This one was... <sighs> Whoa. Whoa. You heard it here, folks. Nick Barbera finds something that he did not know about about a Disney death, but... Oh, maybe it's oh, because maybe it's, it's Disneyland, because it's and Disney I tend Disney to like tend keep to, the like, mood happy and just kind of steer away from that, kind of, that stuff. kind of stuff. But, uh, but uh, so that is so kind of surprising. Kind of, I knew a couple of the deaths, couple but deaths, that is that indeed is news, news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Okay, so uh, I should probably uh, I should read probably on, on <laughs> before yeah, I think about this. I wonder now I wonder if now that's why that's there was no one around when we crept backstage. backstage. I managed to drag managed down a few, cast, down members few cast members who were working that working night, that and though most of them claimed that they were told by management to not cause alarm and keep to their posts, they broke their own rule that were told by management and risked being fired. Hi, baby. Oh, tr- trust me. Uh, one of the when I if you if you were when I worked backstage, a lot of us would try. We got a, we could get away with a few more things than people could work on stage would do. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So we would see how far we could bend the rules. Like some like one girl would say, "Okay, I'm gonna try." Like uh, one of the rules is you have to wear normal makeup. You can't. You have to look natural. Uh, your hair can't look be dyed or in some certain way. I actually um. When they they were examining my hair, and um, I, I'm a I'm blonde. If for those who don't know, mm-hmm. uh, and they they were examining it, and they thought that I had dyed my hair blonde, <laughs> and thought it was almost unnatural until they realized, oh oh, this is from the sun. So this is your real hair color. I'm like, yeah, this is my real sure, hair color. Let's go with that. <laughs> No, this is, I mean, it's my, I'm a natural blonde. This is my right. real hair color. Mm-hmm. And they were almost, almost going to tell me to dye my hair to make it natural. Mm-hmm. They, they were on the verge of doing that until they realized, oh, no, wait, this is, this is your real natural hair. I'm like, yeah, what did you think? <laughs> Come on, so they're, they're, the evidence very, is right there. They, they were really picky on those sort of details. So we would say how far we could bend the rules. So someone would be like, I'm going to try and wear purple eyeshadow. I had a friend, um... Who uh, you could only grow your hair for so long, and he had a nor would have a natural Jufro, so he would see how long how big it could grow until they told him, no, sorry, you got to cut it. Yeah. And he was able to grow it out pretty far. So um, yeah, so th- I could see cast members saying, well, I don't mind because you do after a while get tempted to break the rules because it's so strict. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so that it's maybe, like maybe I'm just used to living in a day and age where like the security and management of Disneyland is like uh, uh, bigger than it was in the '80s, I guess. So yeah, but and then yeah, you got it's the '80s. Yeah, <laughs> it's the '80s. It was a simple time. Um, several admitted they had gone to check out the Grim Spectacle, especially those CMs that were on attractions near the river, like the Haunted Mansion, 
Was the timing such that everyone turned a blind eye while we stumbled into something hideous? The answer to your question is yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it was. It was. Yes. Yes. Mike's disappearance was something me and Karen both felt deeply, and we tried for years to get something from anyone about it. His parents told us later that he had shown up a day or so later, behaving erratically, barely registering them, deeply disturbed by something. Mike had planned on moving out beforehand, but that night, after lashing out at his folks, he grabbed very, very few personally belonging. Very few. <laughs> very few personally, personally personally belongings. belongings. I think he meant personal. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> very few. <laughs> Very few personal belongings took the family car and drove off to points unknown. After that, he dropped off the face of the earth. Let's talk about this Let's paragraph about this for a paragraph. second, because there are two because versions are two of this versions paragraph of this here. Paragraph. Mm-hmm. Um, this um, one this is one the original, is the original uh, that, uh, David that David told me that was, me uh, was uh, submitted for submitted creepypasta.com. For creepypasta.com. And, uh, and the uh, one, the, the other the, one, the other left Mike's left disappearance in more ambiguity and... That's the one that uh, that, uh, people told him, oh, it would be creepier if he just disappeared. And And I would have to agree with that camp because I don't know how I I feel about the the original paragraph. Like, oh, he showed up a couple days later, yelled at his parents, moved out on himself. And then well, just kind of disappeared from there. I could see why David would have done it, and I I, I have the same thought too. It's like the like uh his he's still disappeared, and you'd think people would be concerned about that. Like Disney would be like, dude, so someone has just gone missing from our park. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, I and it would make more. And I think he probably did this. Because it would make more sense, so like that way, his parents would wouldn't be like, "Oh, we lost our son! How dare you, Disney? Yeah, you yeah. were he was at your grad night, and now he's gone." Yeah, and I, I can understand why that would be in it, but I think there, I mean, there should be a way to make his disappearance amb- ambiguous, mm-hmm. but still give good reason why. Disney wouldn't be concerned about this or why no one would talk about it afterwards. It's a, it's, it's funny, a, it's that, funny that, that you say that because the, in, the in, in the one that he modified, uh, it, it does uh, it, it touch does on that. Touch like, uh, to like, some, uh, to basically to sum up, sum um, up, um uh, the, the parents never heard from him, and a missing persons report was filed. Uh, Mike and Karen tried to steer the investigation to the haunted mansion, but it didn't go. Um, like um, that far. Now I'm just far. saying the paragraph saying word for word, word, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's, so basically they tried to, uh, they, they basically knew that they weren't getting anywhere because they knew that if they told them what happened, they wouldn't believe them. So, so Disney just, after all of the, uh, uh, attempts to attempts get the investigation to the haunted mansion. It didn't go that far because I guess Disney wanted to keep things like hush hush about it. But I don't know. I don't know. I I find that uh, because it's like you know, oh Mike could Mike could still be spirited away in that attraction. But um, but that's just me. But yeah, I, I kind of like it that way. Now that you because I actually have not read. Again, I'm a terrible girlfriend. <laughs> I actually have not read 
his new one. So the new one with the new paragraph. I've only read the old one. I mean, I got the. Uh, I, got the uh, I mean, I do have I it. Do like, like. But the way the, the way that you describe, I'm like, but, yeah, that sounds better, and I do like the ambiguity of that more. And like, again, it's, like, it's the um, '80s. <laughs> <laughs> let me just uh, let me just find it. Um, Okay, here we go. Uh, Mike's disappearance was something me and Karen both felt deeply, and we tried for years to get something from anyone about it. His parents never heard from him, and a missing persons report was filed eventually. We didn't tell the truth. Who would believe us? We at least tried to steer the investigation toward the Haunted Mansion, saying that it was where we last saw him, but it never went that far. Disney never got implicated with the incident, of course, but the park was his last known whereabouts. So, that was... That's that good. That's good. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Let's continue. Yeah, let's continue. Yeah, let's continue. I, I still need technically going back on creepypasta.com. Uh, 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 well, while you do that, I'll continue reading. Okay. Uh, okay. Karen and I eventually drifted, probably because we blamed each other for what had happened. She never expressed to me what she experienced after we got separated either, because she wanted me to feel guilty for leaving them behind. Oh, Karen, you have no idea. Oh, Karen. Karen. You, you bitch, you. (laughs) (laughs) Or that she, like me, can only recall so much. We were both too shaken to recount to each other. But time and distance make things easier, and with the advent of the internet, there was suddenly a wealth of new information. I've since begun to pieced together clues. Almost immediately, I found our hatbox ghost. Plugging that into any search engine will turn up multitudes of pictures of that bow-legged, grinning figure that has often floated through my mind's eye in the dark. This is true. Go right now. Go to Google. Type in hatbox ghost. You'll get, like, millions of pictures of him. Uh, He's extremely popular. He is pretty fucking popular. And it's pretty good. Um... Before I go on really quick, you know, when he, when he, uh, when they go into the room and they find the hatbox ghost standing in the middle of the room, if you watch the Haunted Mansion show, he's probably thinking in his head, oh, I'm going to get these guys real good and I'll never expect it. But, you know, that's, uh, that's just me. All right. Let's move on. It was apparently part of the attraction when it first opened in 1969, and much of the promotional material of the ride at the time featured this character and his ubiquitous hatbox. He originally stood in the attic scene, right across from the ghostly bride with a beating heart, but was quietly removed from the ride after only a week. Apparently, the effect of his disappearing head never worked properly. Or so the account goes. So the official in recent account years, well, yeah. In <clears throat> in recent years, the Hatbox Ghost has gained a fan base, groups of Haunted Mansion fans that want to see him restored to the ride. It's wishful thinking, I'm sure, because that figure had like to have me. been stored downstairs for a reason. And then look, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, that's the other yeah, thing. I mean, like, people, like. Like, people will probably, people like, probably give like, him, like, all of these like, negative these comments, negative like, comments. I don't know what you're talking about. I was in Disneyland last week, and I saw him. He was nothing like you described him, and he is there. And just People, look at the date, see where it, when it came out, be smart. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh... 
I really like um, how he wove the uh, the mystery of the Hatbox Ghost and made it his own, almost. Like, into this particular version. Because, um, like we said before, this whole mystery of the Hatbox Ghost is is true. Well, oh yeah, you know, at least, at least almost all of it, because, you know, uh, it is true that we... We, as a fan we, base, a wanted fan him, base back. him back, and uh, eventually he did come back. Um, and it was because his head never worked properly. But I like that uh, David poses a question here. What if that you know, wasn't the aid? Wasn't the reason? You know, what if uh, what if it was something else? Something that Disney did that that was harder for them, you know, to swallow. What if they did something that they wouldn't do ever again? Yeah, I actually enjoyed that, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost done. Yeah, this is a pretty long story. Yeah, again, special undercooked analysis, everybody. You don't have plans tonight, right? Nah, not not like I'm waking up early tomorrow morning and going to the park or anything. Oh wait, <laughs> but you're going. You're waking up early for like a for a good cause. You know, you're going, yes. you're going to Disneyland for God's sake. That's like better than anything. And thank God for caffeine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're next. I think. No. Am I? Yeah. Or, uh, yes, I am next. Yes, I am. Uh, it took longer to find out about the backstage area where the doom buggies go. That empty corridor not originally meant to be seen by guests. Disabled guests, however, travel that route all the time. This is also true. Um, wheelchair access to the ride is done through the limbo-like ro- loading room. <laughs> Roading room. And guests travel back... <laughs> and guests travel back around to this room to reclaim their wheelchairs and head back out. I've posted about it and post queries for details about that area. But no one has given me a description... Uh, that sounds anything like what I went through. It's been described as short, bland, and with some sort of catwalk going over the track. But no mysterious alcove or obvious doorway. It takes less than 30 seconds for the doom buggies to go through. But then you're back in the loading room. Well, that is, of course. If the catwalk going over the track leads to a spiral staircase that goes down there into this dark, empty hallway and suddenly sees all these doors with white placards, each was marked with a proper... Well, maybe I'm just speculating, but of course. I suspect Disney might have changed that area since the 80s. Since... 80s. Since... Since the 80s. But... Why? Because you tampered with God's domain, that's why. Well, We're gonna die. You know what, Bob? Maybe we shouldn't have built that hallway downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, Joe. It was a bad idea. Most recently, though, I've come across an odd factoid that seems more like a morbid curiosity than anything else, unless one's been through what I've had. It's not about the Haunted Mansion, but it's nearby e-ticket neighbor, Pirates of the Caribbean. According to this story, and this being been published in various Disney-owned books, so it's no vague rumor, the Imagineers who built the ride felt the faux skeletons of the time 
were con weren't convincing enough for the underground grotto scenes. So they brought, borrowed real human remains from the UCLA Medical Center, dressed them up as pirates, and put them in the caves. This is actually true. This is they true. Did. This is completely, completely true. true. I, I think, yeah, no offense, but I think at this point David's just bragging about his knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, to be, like, before, it could have stopped at the haunting, like, uh, learning about the hatbox ghost, and then stopping at, like, but maybe that's not the reason. But right now, he, he, this is just continuous to make, add to the creepiness, but it's also David bragging about his knowledge. Well, in the narrator's perspective, this is a guy who's desperate to figure out what the hell happened to him in the Haunted Mansion, so he's open to anything, so. He's just throwing this out there, like, just saying that, like, oh, maybe this is the reason, I don't know, maybe you know, I got no idea. But what I would say is that, um, from, according to the story, and this has been published in various Disney-owned books, so it's no big rumor, I would probably say, like, get rid of that, and this has been published in various Disney-owned books, just get rid of that bit and just go with, according to the story, the Imagineers who built the ride felt that the false count. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's like overemphasizing that, like, this is true. What you are hearing is completely fact, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, and let the people. <laughs> let the people go. No. Uh, let, uh, <laughs> let the readers, rather. Um. Figure it out for themselves, out for so, themselves. That so that way more they're surprised. more surprised. So that way they'll think yeah, about the story they just read, and then be like, "Ooh, like, oh, oh my God, he, oh, he was but, right." <laughs> let me let me continue. Let that sink in for a a moment. Millions of people went by on boats and had no idea they were looking at real skeletons, all propped up in pirate. This is all fact. This is all fact. <laughs> Eventually, a later team of Imagineers would replace these with more convincing facsimiles, and supposedly the bones were returned to their countries of origin and given proper burial. Supposedly. For all we, supposedly. For all we know, they could have turned to dust and they vacuumed them up, along, uh, along with the ashes of the, of, the, of the kid that was spread through Pirates of the Caribbean. Jeez. There is still Sorry. actually a one skeleton head, um, and yeah. that's still yeah. that's still a real skeleton head. And that one's um, when you are passing by the captain's room, where the captain's in his bed and he's looking at a map. Uh, the skeleton head on his headboard—that's real. That that's one a is real. real. Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the only uh, real uh, human remain uh, that's human left in the caves. caves. And you know what? And you know what? that kind of, that you know what that alone kind of makes you wonder now that we're talking about it like why that skull of all the like of all the things why leave that one alone and then replace that one well if you think about it like i, I noticed this like all the skeletons on there their heads are much smaller than a normal human head and actually if you compare the two yeah. so i think that was like the one thing that they were like you know what fuck it let's just keep one for the hell of it <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, um, I would right. maybe it's because I'm a maybe sick man, but I would probably say the same thing. Like just like you know what, he looks cool. Let's just let's just keep him there. Um, but but who's to say they were? 
What if something was left behind in that basement when the bones were taken? And what if Pirates wasn't the only ride that did this? The show building of the Haunted Mansion was built along with the rest of New Orleans Square in 1963, but it took another six years for the actual attraction to open. Why the delay? It couldn't have just been the gridlock from the 1964 World's Fair and Walt Disney's death in 66. Could it? All of this is no, speculation. I, I, I think so. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All of this is speculation. A string of understanding that raises more questions for me than it does answers. I want to get to the truth of what happened that night, but everything I found doesn't add up to a concrete explanation. Perhaps there isn't one, though I desperately want there to be. I can't, and I can't go back. I won't. Not after the things I saw and felt. I haven't set foot in Disneyland since that night. Maybe, though. Maybe, though. Maybe it's time Maybe it's I tried time again. I tried again. Oh. Karen, if... Oh, oh. oh. This guy's got... Karen, this guy's got... Like, this guy's got this guy's guts. guts. Like, guts. let's be honest. Like, he was yeah. probably, probably mentally and emotionally scarred, scarred like Mike and Karen, like Karen after, after all the crap they've been, the been through. And he's and so, he's like, so intrigued, intrigued about what happened that he's willing to go again. Like, any story could just be like, could, uh, just be like uh, could just end with, just I never went back. And, you know, the end. But... But this guy, this he's, guy like he's like probably one of the bravest creepypasta narrators ever. He's, he's just like, maybe it's time I tried again. No, I might, I might get something different. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I, th- I think it's haunted. Well, what I like about it, it's ha- you can tell it's really haunted him. And actually, as we continue through this, I'm realizing, yeah, you're right. This has bothered him, but it's haunted him for so long. I think the only thing he thinks he can do now is go back. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, if you're out there and you're reading this, I'm sorry about everything. I'm trying to make it right, trying to put some meaning to this. Contact me if you can. I I need to know what happened to you and Mike. Maybe you have the key to the mystery in this in your memories. I, I can't do it alone. But together we might get to the bottom of this. For everyone else, for everyone else let this stand, let as, a this testament. stand as a testament. Some things are, Some backstage, things are backstage for a reason. For a reason. And a company like, a company Disney, like must Disney must have a multitude of... Multitude of... Think twice Think before... Twice before... What? Try, can, you, can you try that again? I, you kind of blanked out for oh, a second. Oh, I did? Just read the... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going uh, turbo. I'm going turbo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Turbo-tastic! Turbo-tastic! Right. I... Yeah. <laughs> I'll start from the whole uh, thing again. Yeah, go ahead. For everyone else, let this stand as a testament. Some things are backstage for a reason, and a company like Disney must have a multitude of skeletons in its closets. Think twice before you pull some stupid stunt like I did. Because it might not be security that finds you. Okay, this story made me fall in love with David again. <laughs> again? <laughs> again. Oh my god. Oh. This is there, good. There oh is, my god. There I... is so much to talk about. Like. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I mean, not like we've talked about it enough yeah. already. Through, but, I mean, he did his homework, but not only that, he has the writing chops to back him up. Yeah. And yeah. he knows, I mean, 
my favorite part is the whole spooky stuff, like when they're going through it, because he writes it really well, and yeah. I actually feel like, oh my god. I, think, and the, I feel like they're not even going through, like, the catacombs of a ride anymore. I feel like they're going through an actual haunted house. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's so, so good. Oh god. And I love, I especially love the, uh, I love how, like, I love how he love used how he uh, the Hatbox uh, Ghost the hat as the central ghost. threat here, um, or at least uh, whatever least could be whatever driving the Hatbox Ghost. Hat it's it's ambiguous. We don't know. We don't know. But, um, but having, um, the having the Hatbox hat Ghost be, be the, uh, the uh, because it's a because character it's from a the character ride from that the people, ride love people love uh, so much. Uh, so much. And, uh, and uh, I keep, I know I keep saying this, keep but saying any, this. Other any other horror story, horror would, story just, would just have it be like, like oh, like, a, a, a weird sh with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with horns on it. I don't know. Like that would be the thing that would, um, that would try to, to get them. But it's the Hatbox Ghost, and the Hatbox Ghost has become this big mysterious figure in real life, like. Like quite a long time in Disney's history. So having him be the central threat that terrorizes the central characters is just really brilliant. Yeah, the one thing he does really well is he, and this is always what I believe Creepypasta to be, is that it should feel realistic. Like it should sound like a story that actually did happen. And he's able to blend real life like stories or real life situations yeah. with a creepy yeah. story and combine it very seamlessly. So, I mean, you didn't even know like that in, that actually happened in 1983. There's a I lot really of realistic did not. things. That was such a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and I've read the story I've dozens the story of times. I had no idea that that was a real story up until now, which is kind of embarrassing, but, um, no, no, don't be embarrassed. There's, a, there's, I mean, hell, I forgot that um, it's the elevator that's in Disneyland and not in Disney World. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, actually, uh, you're fading a little bit in and out, so we might uh, wrap it up just to make sure that you don't suddenly die out in the middle of this. <laughs> just so I don't, so I, I suddenly don't, don't, I suddenly don't die, die. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, I enjoy doing that, like too much <laughs> i think that, that's funny. i think that's a given um well uh well this uh, this would be the time you get to plug yourself uh where can we find you well well you can find me in new york but <laughs> i'm leaving it there for any stalkers that i'm leaving it there you'll never find me but um you can find me on uh in on micechat.com uh, if you look at the Mice Pod uh, section of the website where all the podcasts are, like Communicore Weekly and the Doom Buggy Spook Show, um, you will find the Haunted Mansion Show. It's a creative name, I know. Um, you'll, uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll find it there. Uh, and uh, as of now, as of tomorrow, I will have about oh god, um, I think almost. Um, more than 40 uh, videos that includes like extras and episodes so 
Woo, uh, bravo. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, I honestly did not think I would get past uh, episode 10 after trying to get it on my channel. Because <laughs> that's how it started. But again, that's another story for another time. Um, so, yeah, you can check out all the Haunted Mansion stuff there. The Haunted Mansion Show has its own Facebook page. So if you just search up the Haunted Mansion Show, you can, you can find it there. And... Um, yeah, uh, yeah that's, uh, that's pretty much where you'll find me. Or or I'll find you. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> now, I know we should wrap up. Just a quick question. Just throwing it out there. Sure. Uh, uh, there is a sequel to this. Yes, there is. Would we ever get around to look at that one? Mm, that's a story for another time. That would be yes. We'll we'll, we'll probably yes. like we'll, we'll probably give like, it some time. Like let it yeah, let yeah, it be uh, let it gain popularity, and then we'll look at it. Yeah, it it did just come out not too long yeah. ago. <laughs> it's yeah. called. But uh, uh, for those who are wondering, uh, it's called uh, the man with the cane. Um, so so that's it. I won't say but, anymore. But yeah, that's for you to discover. <laughs> But yeah, that that is a, definitely a plan of mine. Yeah. And uh, I will take over the show again for that one because David will not want to <laughs> review his own story. <laughs> but I will definitely definitely include you in a part of that. Um, we yeah. should get uh, we should get another uh, Haunted Mansion geek in here. Uh, yeah, I'll see I'll see what I can. Yeah, do. yeah, we'll 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 talk about it. All right. But All right. In, well. Until then, you want to close it out? Yeah. Dear friends, we thank you for spending some time with us on this undercooked analysis on Midnight Marinera. Pasta Shade is coming back very soon, so I must go now. Thank you once again for spending some time with us. Do come back again and bring your friends, if they believe the stories they tell. <laughs> until, as Pasta Shade likes to say, until next week in Veen, pleasant dreams. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.